This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Running rebound by Ojale, and then Dylan takes it away. Lob! With one hand off the setup from Brooks. Sensational play by John Moran. Holy cow. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Pro better Preston Johnson here on this Tuesday via the BetQL Audio Network. Thanks for listening to the uh, Radio.com app live, watching us, Radio.com Sports YouTube page, and on 105.9 FM HD2, The Bet, Chicago's new home for wagertainment, and also 1430 in Denver, KCBS HD3 in Los Angeles. Preston, I uh, want to take a look at tonight's NBA card. Only six games going on. We're two days before the trade deadline. No back-to-backs. I would uh, I would say before you place any wager, check the information and then check it again. Maybe you want to wait a little bit because there are some scenarios where it looks like players are sitting because there could be a trade just a couple days out and uh, very, very important players out tonight. Uh, as far as last night... I guess it was kind of uh, a big story. Houston Rockets actually won a game. They uh, they beat Toronto one seventeen to ninety nine. The twenty game nightmare is over. I think that's it's Toronto's lost eight or nine straight now to themselves. Yes. I right. If, if there was ever a sign for Toronto to just trade Kyle Lowry and Norman Powell to another team, it would probably be that you're you don't have a shot this year. You really don't. And I'd love to see Kyle Lowry in philadelphia potentially maybe it's denver i i hope something happens there because i'm a big nba fan just in in general and would love to see some another team kind of you know uh, elevate themselves to a contender level and you know philadelphia might be anyway once Joel Embiid comes back and so uh yeah toronto's done and i guess congrats to houston um they got a double <laughs> that that was that was some run it, it really was and they it, they weren't even trying to lose a lot of those games they just they were that bad for so long, uh, but congrats to Houston. I think he got up to nine points, nine point dog yesterday against uh, a brutal Raptors team, the way they've yeah. been playing over, over the last month. Uh, something else worth bringing up, Milwaukee, they put up 140 against Indiana without Giannis. They scored 48 points in the first quarter. They actually, if you, it's, it's, it's interesting there going back the last few years, even Giannis's MVP seasons, one of the best bets I think has has been overs and bucks games when Giannis sits in the market until late last year. I felt like never really captured it correctly. And I thought the number was actually finally fair yesterday for what it's worth. But one mm-hmm. thing people don't realize they go, well, Giannis does so much offensively, which is true, but Mike Budenholzer's system is very systematic. Like it's it's very precise. And their offensive numbers now over three years are very similar 
whether Giannis is on the floor or he's not. Their defense takes a massive hit when he's not playing. That's where ultimately the difference is. And therefore, the other team they're playing is going to usually score more points. But the Bucs are able to score points either way. So um, that's just something to keep a note if Giannis ends up resting or missing some games down the road. Um, uh, but 48 in the first quarter, like that, <laughs> that shouldn't happen. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at some of these matchups tonight. Again, there are seven of them. Brooklyn, Portland. The Blazers are favorite. It's now three and a half, just an hour. That that number's been covered down. It was uh, four and a half earlier this morning. Total on the way down. I've seen that go, go down three, three, four points in uh, the last couple hours, down to 232 and a half. We got word yesterday that Kyrie Irving is going to be sitting the next three games uh, to take care of a family matter. And uh, uh, officially in the injury report, James Harden is questionable. So there's your explanation on why the Blazers are favored. Yep, he was in the first half of their last game against the Wizards. Right at the end of the first half, he got bumped and like his neck was like he was kept holding his neck, and they didn't yeah. even let him. They didn't even get up for a good five minutes, and then you know the the Wizards were already in the locker room, um, and they finally went in and they they found him or he got up and they went into the locker room. But I didn't even think he was going to play the second half. Like, why would you even risk it? I think they were up nine or seven or nine points at the time. Uh, he ends up playing the second half. I was shocked. I'm, I know Harden like loves the fact that he plays every game, but this is another one where uh, if he doesn't play, this is why the line's a little higher than you would expect. Landry Shamet also hurt his foot in that game. He's not playing, and obviously Durant's not playing either. And so if Harden doesn't play, it's going to be a lot of like Tyler Johnson and Bruce Brown and you know, Joe Harris trying to hit a bunch of threes. So I, I'm not surprised to see this line kind of shading. It's, it's, it's definitely in between. The Will Harden player not lying. Last night it was okay. one and a half. You know, now I got the four and a half. It's creeping back the other way. But if Harden's out, you know, this will be more like probably six. So this is kind of just hanging in the middle. So unless you have some Harden info, I wouldn't be betting this game yet. But uh, if he doesn't play, then, you know, minus three and a half, I think, is value. And you'll probably see the total drop even more. Do your numbers agree that it should be six if Harden is also out? Yeah, if he's out, that's where I think it should be. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so keep an eye on that. that that's uh, heading down right now. Again, Portland favored by three and a half. Uh, Philly Golden State, uh, Sixers playing their third game in four nights. They are four-point favorites. Total is going south this morning. It is at 216. Uh, a couple of uh, top seven teams in pace. But, of course, Embiid is still out. And the Currys. Seth Curry is out. And uh, it looks like Steph is out for the Warriors. Yeah, Steph's out, but I don't know if you've noticed this. Uh, I think Jordan Poole, Michigan Big Ten guy. Maybe you remember Jordan Poole. He was kind of a bust for a few years in, in yeah. the NBA, and he's been on this tear. I think three or four straight games. Or, you know, he has at least like twenty-five in all of these. Uh, it's kind of crazy, to be honest. They still have Draymond Green, who helps run the offense, kind of anchor the defense. I will say this: this totals dropped because of you know the Steph uh, assumption he's not going to play. Mm-hmm. I think two sixteen is a little bit low. Uh, I know you, I think it's 220 is on this graphic. The market though is down yeah. to 216. Th- that's gotten to the point where even though Steph's not playing, uh, I understand it. I know the Sixers just had a game against the Knicks that was slow and like uber low scoring and they went into overtime and I still think it went under. Uh, it's kind of a nice buy low, I guess, on, on a Sixers team and Golden State without Steph. I thought, you know, it should be more like 219 range. So it was 222 and a half, 216. 
I think it should be somewhere right in the middle of where the extremes have been on this move on the total. So at 216, I actually like the over. I know most spots it's more like 216 and a half, but uh, that's still about three points of a discrepancy between my number and the market now that it's moved down so much. Yeah, uh, we the graphic at two twenty and a half because about an hour ago when they they were, or a couple hours ago now they were making that that's uh, where it was. So a lot of react to the market with Steph with no Steph they are uh, going under obviously. Um, these other four matchups we have not touched on so far. Do any of them stand out to you, Preston? I guess Lonzo Ball might be out again for New Orleans because yep. of a potential trade. And then obviously the Lakers don't have Anthony Davis or LeBron James now. So that is one that I think most people would just immediately kind of check out and be like, well, like, why do I want to bet this game and try to guess if the Lakers will show up? The Pelicans, um, they're kind of a high variance team anyway. And I think people like hate betting their games because sometimes they can go up 20. They can also blow leads and lose them late. They you know can lose by 20. It's just kind of the nature of the way they play. Uh, I, I will say this. I mean, the Lakers aren't very good as a team as far as their roster goes after AD and after LeBron. But I have this closer to five. And it pains me. And I, I also think Lonzo Ball is a big impact player. If you're playing a lot more, um, you know, Neil Alexander Walker, I believe is his name, and Josh Hart and Eric Bledsoe, I, I think it bodes well for the Lakers side. Uh, just because you know Lonzo may be sitting with a potential trade on the horizon, I would only look the Lakers' way. It's ugly, no LeBron, no Anthony Davis, but uh, at least my you know, my player model has this closer to five. So uh, six probably not quite enough for me to bet that blindly. Just with, uh, I probably want six and a half, but just something to eye on mm-hmm. that I do I do lean Lakers' way despite the the guys that are out. What are they? Uh, almost four and a half, five games out of the eight seat. What? There's no point in playing Lonzo Ball tonight. If th- that's real, yeah, and there's been a lot of chatter, sure. and that yeah. that's it's he been all season. The last game, yeah, yeah, that so I'd assume he's out, right? I think so. I think they played Denver, yeah. I think it was Denver, but yeah, he didn't play in that one. And I looked, and he it wasn't really like it was some sort of half injury, vague. And so, I, my guess is that mm-hmm. he's out again. There's no point in risking him getting injured if you're going to deal him for a couple picks, there's just no point. Nope. Yeah, they're not in the playoff race, so uh, no chance. How about Phoenix and Miami? It, the market is going towards the sun side. Phoenix is a one and a half point favorite. Total around was it two fifteen and a half? Yeah. Um, this is the start of a four game trip for the Suns on the East Coast. A couple of uh, slow paced teams. Goran Dragic is questionable for this matchup. Was there anything that you liked here, Preston? There isn't. I'll be honest. I think this is exactly yeah. a 50 50 game. So, and yeah. without Dragic, then Suns, you know, probably win it a little bit more often than 50%. Um, so, minus one and a half, I think, is fair. Uh, in the end, I, I wouldn't be bothering. Washington and uh, the New York Knicks here. This is the first of two. They're going to have the back to back deal. They're going to play on Tuesday and Thursday, both of these games at the Knicks. Knicks are favored by two and a half, total of 224. Is there anything that you've noticed this season in these uh, strange scenarios where teams are are facing facing off in back to back games? The main thing is in the in the second games, uh, kind of like you see in playoff series, you'll have mm-hmm. the second game after some defensive adjustments, and especially if they're just back-to-backs anyway, the pace is usually slower. So you'll see these second games in these uh, head-to-heads have been going under the total more frequently. I'm not sure the exact percentage. Uh, as of a few weeks ago, it was like 60% under, I believe, in the second game of these matchups. 
uh, even if there's a day in between. It doesn't matter. So uh, that would be something, I guess, to keep an eye on. I'll say this. I, we haven't seen a Knicks total this high since either the start of the season or at all. Uh, right. They're playing the Wizards, though, who had a total against the Nets the other night of 248, 249. So um, I I like the over some. It's it's weird to say that in a Knicks game of the mid-220s, but uh, it's also the Wizards, and it might be a game the Knicks can go up and down and finally score like, you know, most of the NBA teams do these these days. And they don't, you know, Thibodeau, the defense, they like to go slower, but sometimes you get yep. caught up in running, at least in the first half with these teams that go up and down like Washington does. Uh, I think this should be more like 226. Not a huge edge, but it's kind of would be fun to bet an over in a next game if you like really hate pain. And <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think it's good. No doubt. Uh, Randall, 24 and 18 when these teams faced off last month, but no Bradley Beal in that one. Uh, I, I, you, you quickly mentioned under in the second game sometimes. Um, are, are, has there been any adjustment in the totals once you have the results? I haven't, I haven't, so I wasn't like betting them blindly or anything. Yeah. Anyway, it's just something I've noted. And I, I think they've slowed down. My guess is it's not at 60% anymore. It's probably now something like 55 to 56%. Uh, I haven't actually noted the exact numbers in a few weeks. So since like probably two weeks before the All-Star break. So I'm behind on knowing the exact percentage there. Gotcha. But for the first month and a half to two months, it was 60% for sure. I'm sure it's balanced. The market isn't stupid and betters aren't stupid. They're going to move the market to where it should be. That's Pro Better Preston Johnson. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily. Eli Hershkovich is going to drop by next. We're going to have a College Hoops Calcutta. We'll get some strategy info from Preston. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.